we're back. Subpar hunting has officially come to an end. It's time to break out the hounds. But we're back for one last podcast on the rifle season. We're going to go around the table and everybody that's here. Morgan. Walker Witt. White Knife. Spotted Elk. The one and only is here. Yep. I'm here. I'm also here. My name's Jay. Jay's back. Yep. A lot of anticipation for Spotted Elk being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my boy Ricker, if you're out there, just know I'm proud of you for shooting that giant. Yeah, he's a he's a big fan. He uh, shot his biggest buck to, buck to date down on the farm, so we're all, we're all proud of him. Killing big ones. Speaking of killing big ones, we had to Walker officially give his little milk rag to Ben. Yep, handed off the milk rag to Ben. But... Walker's track record isn't totally set on only killing high-caliber deer at this point, so we, it's to be continued. That's right. It's going to be a long to be continued. Yeah. But for now, he, he's, he's redeemed himself, and we're going to tell his story finally. Passed on this one giant half-rack, and then Jay texted me and was like, hey, shot a wolf. Which I said, they're definitely lying something's happening because <laughs> walker's not letting anything slide half rack or not yeah if he can help it with his client it was a cool buck it was a good, good video of it yeah. it was pretty sweet he did let it walk yep we don't know what kind of hunting scenario played out between then to let it walk but he told us our story was told that he 30 yards they just watched this big buck yep my guy i was actually eating the brownies that Morgan makes every Sunday. Yeah. So I put them in aluminum foil. Yeah. And then I put them in the fire and melted the peanut you put them butter. In what? The fire. Hold and up. You're sitting by a fire. Yeah. And a deer come in? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I took one bite of my brownie and my client was peeing and he said, Walker. I was like, What? He's like, There's a buck. And I looked down. Lo and behold, there's this, it would have been a giant or a big one, whatever you want to classify it as. But it was just a half rack, walk right by us, 30 yards, and then just never even looked at us, never stopped, never broke stride, just real slow, feeding through, cruising. And Walker never lets the truth get in the way of a good story, but we have verification, <laughs> and everybody sitting here saw the video. Yep. So I think you could even see the fire smoke in the background. Yep. I said uh, I had to ask if he wanted to shoot it. I I didn't want him to shoot it I will be honest because it was a half rack and I knew he'd be there next year and I was like do you want to shoot it and he was like (laughs) and then he walked over and he was like "Ah, I don't think he's like let it pass we'll come back and shoot it later in the week if nothing else but we didn't go back so yeah well, we can't tell your whole story, only half of your story. So you go ahead, Jay, and you can tell us your whole. You were the first one to make a successful kill for the week. Yeah. Um, your clients. I, I ended up shooting something this week with my clients. Um, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, first day, we hiked out through, and we're sitting in this tight canyon, a lot of rock slides, and we're sitting there, and I... You know, got to use the restroom, so I tell him we'll be right back. I start walking away, and I hear a wolf howl, and I turn around real quick. 
to kind of look at my client, see if he heard it too. And he looks at me, young, 16-year-old kid, and he goes, you know, is that an elk? I'm like, no, that, that's a wolf. <laughs> he said he did, real yeah, loud. Yeah, real loud. And I asked him if they had wolf tags. They said no. Um, and he asked me if I could shoot it. And I said, I can try. So this wolf's howling maybe, I don't know, 200 yards behind us up in the cliffs. We wander out down to the opening. And I can hear the thing walking right above us. And I try to get a good rest. And before I start howling at her, and next thing you know, she kind of shows herself, starts coming down. And my client's so fired up, he starts yelling, you know, there it is. Wolf kind of takes off, and I take a crappy shot, shoot high. Thing turns, runs at us. and Teeth showing. Yeah, teeth showing. Just coming for the kill. (laughs) Coming to eat us. (laughs) And so she turns and ends up stopping. I woofed at her, she stopped, and I shot her, and she rolled off the cliff, and the kid yells as loud as he can, you know, she fell off the cliff, and then just immediately starts sprinting towards the wolf, and (laughs) I'm just like, I gotta yell at him, you know, because he's so fired up, I gotta yell at him, like, hey, let's make sure this thing's dead before you go and grab it. Yeah, finally got one. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, we went up, it was a beautiful wolf, the girls down at the uh, FWP thought that she was probably six years old. Very cool. So we get in. You're the next one to make a kill with yep. your client. How did it even go? I think we were in there the day before. Yes. And I went in there the first day, and we saw we saw full bull, four bulls. Yeah. And we had, while we were waiting on the bulls, we, they were moving around. My client had already killed a bull in Colorado. So he was not dead set on shooting just anything. He wanted to shoot a 300-inch bull. And we saw four four raghorn bulls in there. 800 yards we could have got a little closer we could have killed one of those bulls for sure we let a muley slide while we were waiting probably 130 decent buck gonna be sweet next year but i uh, i told the information to walker and alex because they had a father and two sons so they could kind of hunt that canyon together and but be in the same location and but different yep not crowded in around each other just cover both ends of it yeah so go on, carry uh, up. So the first day we went in there, uh, Alex had the one son, and I had the other son and the dad, and we split up. We were probably two miles from each other, and we didn't see anything, nothing. Uh, Alex seen – Probably seen, thought I was full of crap. Yeah, I was like, shoot. Josh is hallucinating. Yeah. Freaking elk in here. Yeah, but he's seen. I think he said he's seen what three bulls, and then two mealies. Yeah. Something. But the next day we <clears throat> decided to go in there. Alex had a game plan. They're going to try to do this big stalk, uh, or whatever, to drop down in on these elk. Uh, but didn't. So we we ended up coming up with the plan. We we're going to split. We we're going to be about 100 yards from each other. Uh, he was going to be. He was going to be down to the right of me, and I was going to be to the left. But, yeah, about, I think it was like 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Uh, glass and my client seen a mealy doe, and then out steps this huge mealy buck. And He's not lying this time. Yeah, this one's an absolute <laughs> giant. So you guys hiked back in there the next day, and you, went, you dropped back into that same part of the canyon. But instead of, like, going to both ends, you, like, 
combined and like went to the center of it but hunt at the same ridge so you could yes. work both ends gotcha yeah. uh so about nine ten o'clock this my client sees a mealy doe and so pretty much we live bait yeah yeah if you see a mealy doe that you're pretty much guaranteed you're gonna see a mealy buck this time of year just about guaranteed yeah they're rutting like crazy yeah so we're paying attention best we can then we just seen a giant body deer come out and here ended up being a absolute pig of a mealy buck uh did you guys like did he like piddle fart around in like the timber and brush before he came out so you couldn't tell if it was a big one but you're just looking at that that old dark gray looking coat and he's back there moving around and you're like dude i think that's a buck yeah and then he he broke into this He's probably 20 yard wide span of trees and he's in this bush for probably 20 minutes. Seems just, like forever. Yeah, facing away from us. It is like forever 20 minutes yeah. when you're glassing. Yeah, but he is in range. Right so, on. So this whole time you got, got guy on the gun. Yes, we got, we're getting the spotter set up, you know, all that stuff. Making sure we're rolling with the camera, yeah. phone, spotter, you know. Yep, playing with uh, long range. You got everything ready to go. Yes, and the uh, the buck finally steps down and turns broadside, and he's just standing there, standing there, standing there. And client shoots, and he hits low right. Uh, the he doesn't even know what happened. Okay, buck's just standing he, there. No idea. The exploding does take snow. Off. Yeah, all the does ran back into this little patch of timber. Of course, he followed them. So we're like, shoot. All right. So then about 45 minutes later, comes back out. So this whole time, you guys just like wait on it on him. Yeah. So it must have been like a patch of timber. I'm trying to lay it out for the listeners. Um, so it was like a patch that you could see most of the way around it, that they had yeah. to come back out of there, yes. or you could move on them up or down the canyon to yep. be adjacent with them. Yeah. Okay, right on. Yep. So uh, he comes back out. We actually, yeah, again, we see another doe come out. Oh, my god! And then goodness. he comes out. Oh, the monster buck comes back out and gives yeah. you a second shot. Yep. Jesus. So the other brother gets on the gun. He shoots, misses. It's low right again. So. Something's like, going on. Yeah, we didn't, we're like, you know, once, maybe twice, maybe. So we redial the scope, uh, dial her up. And, of course, he runs back in the woods again. <laughs> And then probably an hour goes by, and they come back out in the same spot. Oh, my goodness. But this time, there was a little buck to come out, probably 140s, but we weren't not shooting that thing. We know that giant was bound to come out, and then those started flowing out, and then here he came, redialed. The other brother was back on her, squeezed her off. He hit hide. He was a little far back on the shot. Okay. And... They run into that patch of timber, and they didn't, didn't go nowhere. Didn't see any come out left or right, because the way this patch of timber is, you can see left, right, and up of it. Yeah. So. You replayed this on your phone, I'm sure, yeah, watching the shot, watching I, impact. Yep, watched it a million times, you know. And I, I ended up seeing there's a crack in the trees where the does, seeing all the does run through, and then they stopped, and they're looking back at him, and he never come through that crack. Okay, so now you so know. I'm like, he's either died or he bedded down or something's up right there. So 
We're like, all right, well, let's let's just make a move on them. We're going to go up there. We need to, you know, go see what's up up there. Yep. So we we unload our packs except for, you know, first aid kit, game bags, and knives. <laughs> Learned your lesson <laughs> stabbing yourself. Yeah. So uh, start hiking up there. It takes us about two hours to get there. And when we get there, you can see the spot of impact. Uh, we start tracking them. And we get in the, the little patch of timber. And you can see where there's like knee-high brush he didn't want to go through. He stopped and he's backing up, like walking backwards. And then he bedded down right there where the last spot I seen him. And then we take a couple more steps. He starts going down. And then Alex was with me, big time shed hunter, and he spotted his horns through the brush. <laughs> and he's like, there he is, there he is. All right. So the client uh, pulls up on him. You're telling the story very calm. I've heard this story now for if If you know times. me, if you know me, well, I don't know. Anybody yeah. that listens to this I podcast more wound than twice. Up. I'm absolutely wound up. Yeah. So yeah. Alex, the client couldn't see it. He's like, where is he at? Where is he at? What's your distance from this buck at this point? 30, 40 yards. Oh, my. Yeah. Clients just he's, wait. He's still bedded. He's got his head up over the brush, you know. All you can see is his head and his rack. And Alex is like, well, how can't you see him? Like, he's right there. And I'm like, shoot him in the head. And Alex <laughs> oh is like, my. no, shoot him in the neck. And then he... Freaking out. You guys are worried this buck's going to jump up and run yeah, out of your lives forever. Yeah, I don't I'll kill it. You've, have you ever seen a deer as big as what was th- laying there in front of you? I have never seen a deer this big in my life at all. Like, never even, like, just crossing the road in front of me driving. And we got a hole in this thing, so it's kind of <laughs> serious. <laughs> it's serious. It is, it's, it's as close to happening. Yeah. This is as close as it gets. Yeah. So, Jay is, I can see Jay's like queued up. He's ready to say something. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he's, ready, he's waiting for the special moment. Keep going on your story, Walker. Client shoots and the buck like rolls. So we're like, oh, shoot, he's down. Uh, but the buck gets back up and client shoots him again, drops him. That's it. So uh, we start walking up to him. Pump. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, after he shot and it dropped it, we were ecstatic. Like, yeah. I like, mean, it would have been tears, but it was too awesome to be tears. If that may, like, I've never had holy that. Holy cow! I pro- I would have been crying if it was like a one. It was like every Hallmark movie rolled yes, into ten was, seconds it of was emotion. Awesome. Yep. So we're rolling up to this thing. I'm taking a video as he's walking up to it, and then uh, it's racks missing. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So, uh, yeah, he, wah, shot, wah, wah. he shot the horn off of it whenever he rolled it, but <sighs> luckily we recovered the other half of the rack. Yes. Now, what did that buck score again? One ninety-one and three quarters. If the horn wasn't shut off. Shut yep. off. <laughs> oh man, an absolute. So, if you look in the pictures and you see the electrical tape, uh, there's a stick in there holding that thing on there. I mean, everything lines up perfect. There's just a little hole. The taxidermist said he could fix it, no problem. Yeah. He sees it all the time. When I told him this story, he, w- he said, well, you don't see that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens. I, I could imagine it. It just sucks it happened on that giant. It's good. You learned a valuable lesson, huh? 
You probably wouldn't have learned the lesson if it wouldn't no. have been on anything yeah. else but that. <laughs> We've been talking about this off and on all year. I believe that we mentioned in the last podcast that Knucklehead would... Oh, did you cut that part out? It must have got cut out. Yeah, we were joking around in the last podcast that if Walker blowed something's rack off, he would be trying to <laughs> pick up pieces yep. to measure. Well, it happened. Yep. <laughs> And then also earlier that year, he was so excited to possibly have his name in the infamous book of Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young. I had my chance. I, I think I said that last week or the week before. Yeah, I was you've like, been saying it multiple times. Yeah, I was like, you know, I just want one buck that puts me in the Boone and Crockett. And there it was, but it can't go into the Boone and Crockett book because the torn was shot off. So I was like, well, you're not going to be – why would you be wanting that? You're not going to go into the book, and he's like – assured me that the guide and then the outfitter yeah so then i got mad i was yeah. like dipstick <laughs> <laughs> yep you're gonna you're you gonna take her gonna down a couple notches tone down the yeah. excitement i've i've slowly been toning it down but that one really yes. hurt <laughs> i told him yeah you just got to be on enough kills to just kind of have that word it almost doesn't matter anymore you kind of have to have that in your the, head where you're just calm the thing that i'm kind of figuring out josh says it all the time you can't expect them to kill it yeah no. that's what i think that's helping me chill out i just expect them not to kill it i get excited whenever they kill it oh yeah but Everybody i mean <laughs> if they're wounding it that's not as exciting so i just pretend all they're wounding this one yeah always just go to that spot that way or you'll be emotionally butthurt. Yeah. You'll, you'll need a psychiatrist. To 100%. Spook and wound outdoors. Yeah. That's what it's like. Honestly. What was a lesson that you learned as a newer guide? I conned a client into shooting a deer early in the week, and I got my butt reamed. We got up to it, and he wanted to know the score. He didn't have very good binoculars, and... Uh, I told him what I thought it was, and he's like, that's good enough, Buck, and put the eat on him, and we got up there, and no bueno. He was mad. He was very upset with me. Um, told me I was very immature for not knowing how to score whitetail, or sorry, mule deer. And, uh, yeah, I heard about it all week. <laughs> and needless to say, it, it probably hindered me in finding out. I mean, just being optimistic and hunting on good spirits finds animals, and I was like in the depths of hell. This guy would, every time we did anything that was small, he would revert back to his mule deer buck. Anything all week. <laughs> huh. Sandwich doesn't have much meat on it. A lot like the rack on my mule deer. <laughs> just, just nonstop, you know? What about you, Jay? What made you calm down or get less excited? Honestly, just being on enough you know kills where and and you know the animal's not dead until you have it in your hands um i've seen a lot of wounds where it looks like a good shot and it's not and you spend the rest of the week searching forever and you know it's always in the back of your head no matter what just because you see the animal you know it doesn't mean anything i know alex actually told me something the other day that you know made a lot of sense that his dad told him that you know like rushing the shot isn't going to get your hands on that animal's horns any faster <laughs> that's good one yeah that is good yeah walker one thing that's good for you is you do get quite a 
you've been putting your hands on quite a few animals, so you're learning a lot of lessons yeah. fast. Yeah. You're in like <laughs> warp mode. It's it's good. Yeah. I can't wait for one to chew you out, but then I'm gonna have to hear it too. So <laughs> just know that I'm coming back on you, sucker. That's all right. All right. All right, Brock, are you gonna start with our hunting? Or, or am I going to have to cue this up and um, you kind of tone in? I'll tone in. Okay. You can start it. <laughs> so Jesse is a third-time repeat client. He had been coming bear hunting. The first time he come spring, the second time he come out, there, he come in the fall, there was no feed for the bears. Um, we were sucking at hunting. There was, We couldn't find anything for him. It was just awful. He was officially our first client as waypoint outfitters yeah him and i got along good we hit it right off but anyways they come bear hunting unsuccessful he come back out this would have been his third time he's trying for an elk which stinks because he had been here in spring so he saw elk everywhere <laughs> so i'm telling him the whole time when you come on your rifle hunt it's probably not going to be like that luckily we knew where enough elk were at we actually saw elk every day that we hunted um and the th- what was the third day we made a kill, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the same day Walker the first shot day, his buck. We seen 22 elk that day. Yep. We kind of hinted on that. That's where Walker and them, they killed their mule deer. We we vacated out of there. I knew where there was a decent bull at and a big whitetail. So we went in there and waited on that, those couple animals. And luckily, spotted elk, he sees an elk. We don't think it's big enough. Jesse doesn't want to shoot anything small, so... We get into position. He says, no, boy, I'm not shooting that bull. It's not big enough. I'm pouting. I'm back there. I put my binoculars down. This is now the fifth bull. I'm like, you're kidding me. I was like, it's the last week. I was like, we're only going to get so many opportunities with having to go, like, super far or, like, go into some nasty shithole somewhere, which we had already been in a couple of them. And this was one, but just an easy hitter. Yeah. And And then all of a sudden – I spot at Boone and Crockett Whitetail. He goes, big buck. Well, they they tend to get wound up about big bucks, so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get my binoculars. I was like, oh, my goodness, it's that big buck. He's back. So he's tending a doe down in the bottom of the canyon, five 550 away from us, and uh, he's working a couple of does. Jesse gets on the buck with a spotter and instantly sees it, and he's like, we're killing that buck. So I was so excited. We, so we take my spotting scope <laughs> off of my tripod and hook hit, hook his Picatinny rail up on the gun to my tripod and because the angle is pretty steep downhill and the hill that we're on is steep. He gets on the buck, and I have the phone cam uh, of his, and we're making the video, and uh, he sends the first one, and it's just over the buck's back. He dials it up. I told him just high. The second shot, I mean, pinwheels him. Done. Hard punch. Killed him. We got it all on video. Buck goes down the hill, 20 yards, stumbling around, falls over dead. You can hear me in the video. I'm like, dude, just shoot the bull. Which, luckily, this bull is 130, 150 yards directly, same elevation down the canyon from the deer that is laying dead. He decides that. It doesn't get any better than this. The day before Thanksgiving, this is the golden opportunity. We move over, resituate stuff back up. Boom, same shot over top of its back. The bull kind of moves its head around. He puts his face in like 
the trajectory where the bullet would go to impact him in the shoulder or behind the shoulder. We tell him to hold off on the shot. He waits a split second. The, bu the bull turns his head, sends it, perfect shot, blows the bull's front shoulder, hits the bull in the shoulder, and drives it into the opposite shoulder, knocks him off his feet. He slides down the hill, what, two, 300 yards? Fast. Yeah, and I'm trying to keep up with, with the phone and the spotting scope, and I'm keeping up with it, and all of a sudden it disappears in the timber, and you can hear it. It sounds like you're rolling a boulder off the mountain. It's yeah, wild. Yeah. So we can't get down because of the cliffs, um, so we have to go like clear back out to the head of this canyon and go a mile up to the head of uh, the canyon that the animals were in because we were on a finger ridge in between them. And we start hiking up the creek bottom it. We get up in there to where we think we're parallel from the elk, and it's thick. Nasty, blow down, swamp down there. It was pretty bad. Devil's Club, everything that makes it fun to hike. We start climbing up the hill and we're taking our good old time it's late at night we don't want to twist any ankles brock's ahead of us just a little bit 20 30 yards um in the dark we can see his light and jesse's like find a slide where that elk slid off the hill because we knew we were right close to it and then all of a sudden i found the elk we hear him hoot and uh, when you <laughs> when you can hear you, after, uh, can you do a hoot uh, right now no it'll probably no. sound good but no. there's something when you're hiking up the side of the hill and you don't have anything to drink your mouth's kind of and then you're like all excited and you're trying to hoot because you just found the elk yeah. it sounded like a dying parakeet <laughs> but meanwhile whenever i come around the tree i see its guts hanging out yeah so he he yells back to me he's like this thing got all tore up in the fall is it maybe got destroyed by rocks just cut up coming down i've seen stuff fall off the hills crazy i was like it didn't get tore up in that fall i was like just hang on a minute so we get up there and lo and behold a mountain lion had beat us to this thing and we're it had not been two hours we have video of the hair and things we'll blow, upload them on the instagram so everybody can see it uh they had tore into the guts they were trying to get the heart liver and lungs that's what the cattle do when they first make it to a kill they're going to eat those high protein things um so it was trying to spill the guts out and we spooked it off wild doubled up That's thanksgiving crazy. eve and then a mountain lion i mean we've doubled up quite a few times i mean at this hunting outfit but to have to deal with the mountain lion on one of the carcasses that's pretty cool that was neat that was the craziest thing i've seen epic yeah and also you doubled up on the same day hours after we killed a 190 191 and three quarter mule deer yeah. so i didn't believe any of you when you were texting no. me this stuff <laughs> i text more i didn't my inreach i forgot to charge it so i text her i was like we have we just tagged out and i shut it down and then i turn it back on a while later she's like yeah quit joking i was like no honestly we tagged out bull and buck meanwhile walker and alex are both texting me boone and crockett monster muley down so i assume that they're all sitting on a mountain together somewhere yeah, passing time up. by you lying to me and the the picture of the muley would not send for me yeah and morgan's like you i still haven't got a picture and i'm like it's trying to send and she's like i i, I don't believe you <laughs> so our bucket finally ended up scoring um it went to the taxidermist he scored it it was 176 and the bull was 201 yeah right on five by five bull and the the buck was a six by Sweet, he had split brow tines. It was a stud deer. Yeah, I mean, was, 
wide had yeah. mass on them and then you and i had to on thanksgiving day <laughs> go pack it up yeah how many animals did that make it for this year 13 oh, bulls i know 13 elk that probably. you packed out yeah i'd say five muleys probably four or five muleys so in the beginning of the season we all gave you brock pretty hard time eh. picked on you a lot yeah. But I want to go around the table and have everyone tell a story when Brock saved their ass this year because he has definitely pulled through and surprised all of us, surpassed expectations. Thank so. you, Morgan. Mine was the last one. He glassed all day. He didn't sleep on the job. <laughs> <laughs> you we slept also- on the job that day. <laughs> yeah, I slept. On- I got to sleep on the job that day. Which I strategically sleep in hours when animals don't move for sure. You learn that with experience. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, no, you spotted those animals. You glassed hardcore all day um, and packing out. Your your gear has stepped up. You look like you know what you're doing. He learned how to tighten his waist belt, what, when Levi was out here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was stuck the whole time. Honestly. And it still does it a little bit. I mean, what better way is there to learn when you eat, get to eat, breathe, and sleep it for... That's how you learn. 13 weeks of the actual guiding, and then, what, months before that here. And yep. now it's going to be months afterward, because we're going to start lion hunting. I can't wait for that. Jay, when did Brock really save your ass? Boy. I mean, when <laughs> when we uh, shot that mule deer, I mean, he, he spotted my buck this year, and, I mean, we were we grinded our butts off for that thing, and... When he spots it, it isn't just you spotting it because anybody can spot an animal, but then whenever he talks you into where he spotted it and the fool, you can, everybody can get on the animal fast instead of, I see a deer, and then for the next... It's by that tree yeah. over there. Yeah. It was actually, there's a buck. He's in the bottom part of the canyon. He's over there by where we've been glassing all of them, the big rock. Exactly. Just called us right into it. It was nice. There's it's, two does yes. up above him. Yeah. I lost him. He moved, Brock moved down the hill. While I was getting my gun set up, I seen the does, and he walked me into them, and the deer moved up, and I was able to get a shot. Shot through a tree. Yeah. In a little opening. Tiny little opening. Watched it hit him, and rest is history there. Walker, what about you? Mine was when I stabbed myself in the leg. Had to drag him out, <laughs> throw him on my shoulder. Jesus. I need to upload the picture of this wound. Yeah, but I'm just trying to replay this this wound for the people that are tuning in new if anybody has seen dances with wolves when they're amputating that guy's leg kevin cosner that's what that's what he looked like i mean don't take my leg <laughs> so brock you're officially you pack a lot more than what i thought rode a pack horse tell us about your pack horse experience uh i hurt my legs pretty bad did it you kind of did I don't know why. What's maybe we should get you like a sixteen inch seat. That decker, it's probably like maybe twenty inches wide. Or just ride a riding saddle. <laughs> yeah. Also we were going through cricks and all that too. I cut him no slack. <laughs> we were boogieing in there and he's holding on and you have that D loop in front of you on a decker and he's got one in the front, one in the back, launched down to the back of where he's going. Yep. All it's it. good stuff. So Montana and all. How was it, Brock? Um, I loved every minute of it, just watching all you guys, learning from you, just taking notes off of everything, helping me learn. 
for whenever I become a guide one day. So it's just awesome. Learning all the little onyx, topographical mapping. I mean, yeah, we've been breaking stuff down. I know, I know. I've been trying to break down even why I like why I do something all the time now. Like even when we move vehicles around or something like that, you go with me over to feed the animals. I try to load you up with information. Yeah, you soak up as much as what you can. That's, but doing good, dude. I'm I'm freaking proud of you for real. I Thank know you. all of us are. You've lessened the load on us, helping us pack and stuff. That's not only that, just, I mean, everything. So, Jay, we didn't ask you how you, this is, this is the end of your, not the end, but I hope not. Am I getting fired? No, (laughs) absolutely, but this is the end of the year. I mean, this is the end of the first year with us, elk and deer seasons in the books. Man, it's, I mean, it has been a really great year. It's, it was a good year. It was, it was sweet, honestly. We, we had a good year. We, we killed. Everybody's like, oh, you guys had a great year on killing. I was like, no, that's what I expect us to do every year. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go extravagant. There was a lot that got away. What's the stats, Morgan? Everyone likes the honest opportunity rating. Um, elk, it was 38% in rifle season. And for deer, it was 63% in rifle season. So. Not too shabby. Now, some people, because of their ability, got multiple opportunities in animals. And some got zero. A lot of it has to do with our clients as well this year. Yes. When you have guys that can go and do not give up and are with you every step of the way, your guide can make it happen. But you have to be right there with them. Clients, honestly, epic job. Everybody, shout out. Thank you. You guys worked hard. It, it was a grind for your six days. I mean, honestly, we're it's a public land hunting. It's rugged country. It can be heaven for most men that want to put out the, the enough gear to do it and anyone can and it just showed this year with the amount of effort dudes put out i was more proud of the fact that the last week dudes weren't mailing it in went hard to the end we didn't even tell Kurt. curry shot a buck alex with his client saturday night right before dark they went to the bitter end i mean they took a shot at a whitetail and um in the closing part of the light and they didn't think it was a very good shot with the snowstorm coming we had we scratched our heads we didn't know whether to go right in we knew that if we waited we would have a better chance of recovering that animal first thing in the morning going in alex and his client they start in just in case the animal wasn't dead there's not five of us storming up through there so I told him, dude, just make sure you do due diligence for that animal. Just keep covering ground on him. He's like, no way. We went to the top of the hill. The bucks drifted over into the next canyon. So uh, Morgan and I had made it to the trailhead, and we were sitting there waiting to see whether we need to come in and help pack. And then I hit a deer. (laughs) And then Jay hits a deer. So I was like, (laughs) oh, we got something to do. Jay finally got the doe that he's been looking for. and Some hillbillies freaking beat us to it. I mean, it wasn't on the road for a few minutes, and they pulled up and stole the dang thing. Yeah, while we were walking. Yeah, while they were walking up to grab it. Destroyed his (laughs) truck, and he didn't even get to scavenge the meat. Orange Army hopped out the truck for him. She grabbed it and took off. So I'll have a four door next year. <laughs> All the clients out there that had to cram in his truck. Yeah, in the car seat in the back, I think it's tiny. Not a lot of room. What is one thing you guys would like to see change from this year to next year? What needs to be changed? Indoor the- bow range. <laughs> um, I'm on the spot. It's yeah, fine. You're not going to hurt our feelings at all. Morgan doesn't even have feelings. 
I don't. Maybe exploring the new land out there where we haven't hunted. You're a brown noser. Jesus Christ, me. Say something, something hurtful that needs to change. Not that. I we think your mullet's stupid. <laughs> Let's easy on I'm my just kidding. mullet. <laughs> easy on my mullet. Okay, Jay said Josh's mullet needs cut. No, I, personally, I would just like to more of a hopeful thing is have some more people during the archery season want to do some more backpack hunting or some drop camp type of hunts you know with using the horseback that way we're gonna we're gonna push that man yeah i like it when josh makes breakfast that's right i do too i think it should be an everyday occurrence yeah i like. I would really love to not have to wake up at 2 30 or 3 a.m to make you were on my breakfast here i am talking you up just jumped ship so one of the things i would love to see this outfit get i would love to book a moose hunt client or a sheep mountain goat yeah, that'd be awesome. We got a team to go into that hardcore country. I mean, it would be nice. As guides, we're setting holy grails on certain canyons. We kind of had them distinguished by the end of rifle season. There's going to be places where we're going to shoot anything that goes, and there's places that are going to be only big bucks. We'll come up with what we think should be and things like that. Um, anyway, anything else? I believe that concludes rifle elk and deer season. We'll be back the next couple of weeks uh, with some hound hunting stories. We're probably going to set this stuff up. Morgan's not going to be with us. She's going to be going back, getting some show stuff ready. That way I can fly back and forth. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, no, thank you, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, thank Great you, Morgan. job. Yeah, Morgan, you're a part of our hunt every single day. Yep. Good. Morgan makes like 1,800 or 2,200 burritos 13 weeks. Eat yes. your heart out, Taco Bell. Look forward to next year. Adios. We're out. Bye. Deuces. See ya. Yeah.